everybody. Must be Sunday because here I am and there you are. And it must be about four o'clock or there, kind of after, because there you are and here I am. And also Carly's here. Hey, Carly. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. No worries. You were at there. There's somebody must have, with his back of this chair, you know how you can make it either yeah. firmer or softer? Yeah. Somebody must have made it pretty, pretty soft. So if all of a sudden you hear thud, that means I went over. I mean, backwards. she's down on the ground. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. But anyway, so. Oh, well, this week, made it to this week, uh, started classes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then Saturday, we had, I had uh, my annual cook-off. Uh, this year's, uh, whatever you're called, theme, their theme or whatever, was anything with potatoes and then desserts. We just do two categories, right? And I must have scared a lot of people that couldn't think of things with, because usually we're unplugging in. At least 15 things, okay? I only had to plug in five. <laughs> and three were just, uh, they were, didn't need to be plugged in. They came heated or in one of those thermal things or whatever. So anyway, but yeah, they, they didn't put their, I thought it would make people think. Well, the, apparently they didn't want to think. And anyway, so next week, next year, it's going to be hors d'oeuvres and desserts. That shouldn't scare because you can do cork. Cold hors d'oeuvres, hot hors d'oeuvres, or whatever. But started this, I think this is like my 18th year doing the cook-off. And then we try to get donate some money to the Hugo Food Shelf and such like that. So it's pretty cool. But anyway, so welcome, welcome. Hope you guys got some good questions for me. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, but one thing that I'm sure has gone viral that you sure I'm sure you all have heard about is that Elizabeth Reese, my friend on Twin Cities Live, she got body shamed. And uh, Jason Matheson uh, talked about it on his radio show and his TV show, which uh, Jason went to bat for Elizabeth, as we all are, because Elizabeth is very... Uh, dear to her, all her hearts, she's one heck of a lady. But anyway, and the, the body shaming was is that she was doing a, a remote at a, a gardener a garden place, and uh, somebody commented. One person sent a comment, "Where love your jeans? Where did you get them?" And another gal uh, commented and said, uh, "Excuse me, <laughs> wrong. You know, you, you shouldn't uh, wear longer shirts because she had her thighs are too big or her butt, whatever type thing." And so I really my tip my hat to uh, to Elizabeth. As far as bringing it out to the open and then talking about it. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I've been heavy all my life. When I was in sixth grade, I was the tallest and the fattest kid in sixth grade. So everybody thought that I should be smarter because I'm bigger than everybody. <laughs> so, you know, I got a little bit on that. But I still remember to uh, my mom. I went to my mom because I got called. My last name used to be, uh, my maiden name is Wonky. And so people would have a lot of fun with that. The big thing with Wonky was Wonky Donkey. You know, and uh, you could either let people like that get to you. Or you can, what you do is you, they know they got a leverage. They're going to keep on poking at you. I remember mom uh, going home and mom looked at me and she says, what? Um, are you happy with your body? Well, I guess. Well, where's the problem? Well, and if, and if it bothers you being teased, either figure out a way to come back at them. Okay, and usually that's just making fun of yourself. Then they knock it off because they know they're not getting to you. <laughs> but then if, and if your weight bothers you, then lose some weight. You know, but what was it? Well, I, 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 my mom's gone. She left uh, in '99 uh, to uh, bone cancer. But bless my mom, where as she didn't say, well, yeah, you are fat, so get off. You know, yes, quit eating. And so, and, and like I said, the way Elizabeth Reese handled it, I was so proud of her, uh, and I'm so ha proud of her in many ways. But the main thing is to bring it to light. Because everybody, you know, the parents want their kids to be perfect. You know, that you're too fat, and then that causes eating disorders or whatever. 
stereotypes thing. And so, you know, you need to create. My mom easily could have created because all my siblings were very good. You know what I mean? They're fit and trimmed and such like that. And I was kind of a blubber. <laughs> but um always been heavy, still am heavy. Uh, and everybody can be thinner. Anybody could be fatter. But the way Elizabeth Reese handled it, I was so proud uh, to say that I know her. Uh, she is, uh, if you meet her in person, she's the most gorgeous person. Her her facial features, she's like a porcelain doll. I mean, it's, she's just beautiful. She's so striking. And so the thing is, is that, but, but the bigger thing is, is what she is inside. She is one of the most kindest, nicest, gentlest person that you'll, uh, and her laugh, I love her laugh. And her smile. But anyway, now it sounds like I'm going out with a date with her. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the thing is, is that I, uh, yeah, to body shaming, folks, please, uh, especially when you got kids, grandkids, such like that, do not make weight an issue that, oh, you know, that would fit better if you were thinner or that would look better if, it, you, if it, you were thinner or da 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 da. You know what? The main thing is, is that there's many people that thought they were heavy, they lost weight, thought that was going to make them happy. It didn't, all right? The whole thing is happy. happiness comes from within. And people that usually lash out to other people are people that are not happy with themselves and just want to criticize other people because they're not happy with their own backyard. And so that's where, and like when, as she said, when you're in the media or when you're on, like me, on when you're um, a figure out there that people know of, you know, uh, that uh, we shouldn't be held to different standards. If we want to be heavy, we can be heavy. You know, you're not you're not listening to us or watching us for our bodies and our faces. And, you know, you're looking to us for, so you get something from us, whether it's it's laughter or relate, you know, you can relate to us or whatever. And so the, the body is just a shell. And, and that's the way it is. And, and, you know, and I do worry about, I do have some people in my life that are very, very, very heavy. And I do worry about them, you know, their health. Uh, but the whole thing is, is, but it's not up to me to say, hey, you're fat, lose some weight. <laughs> no, you know, everybody knows if you're heavy or overweight or what looks good on you and what doesn't. And so the thing is, as long as you are, you know, you know, happy within yourself, you can be a string bean. And you know how many people wish, oh, geez, I wish I, I they're so straight. I wish I had boobs. I wish I had arms. I, you know, we're always wishing for stuff and, and you wasting that energy instead of just being happy that we got family friends, a job, and, and life is good, and life is only as good as you make it. Nobody else can make it. I always told my daughter that I am not here to, uh, you know, uh, she'll say I'm bored. I'm not here to say, okay, do this, this, and this. You know, you kind of find things out for yourself. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here for you if you need me, but the whole thing is you got to find out your independence and who you are and, and make friends and such like that. So, so like I said, I, I want to just bring that up because, like I said, I, you know, you can't, in this business, you do, you know, there's people that tell me I talk to fast and they can't listen to me or that I'm too loud and <laughs> well well I'm sorry this is just who I am and so but I greatly appreciate people that do hang in there and listen and call in and and say hi to me when I'm out and about and they hear the um you know hear my voice oh here I was just at Hobby Lobby on Friday <laughs> check it out and this gal she had a really cute little kid I said I said hi and what's your name and she whizzed she turned around in just a heartbeat you're Katie Canine oh my gosh and that's hilarious like, oh, the cashier looked at me and looked at her and I'm <laughs> so funny yeah I just forget that after doing this for 18 years my voice I, everybody says is different I have no idea I don't get it I don't listen to myself but I just sound like myself <laughs> I don't get it so anyway so people the bottom line here and the moral of the story is please you know if you don't have nothing to say, got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. 
You got it. All right. And those are the people, the people, like I say, that are the least happiest are the ones that want to drag other people down and put other people down. But if you, but, but the big thing here is, is the kids. You know, if a little kid's got glasses or something like that, please build them up. Don't tear them down. All right. Okay. Off the soapbox. So hopefully that you will have time to call in today and give, uh, share some of your questions and we'll go from that. And don't forget, go Natural Pet Expo. You can go to mytalk one oh seven one dot com and go to my show page and, and uh, click on Go Natural Pet Expo and find out about it. Hopefully you will come and spread the word. Yeah, if you have a Facebook page, please spread the word. I'm, uh, it's going to be a grand time. It really is. Uh, the vendors are coming in. It's going to be good. It's May 16th. I still need I need a lot of volunteers to put this together. I'm just making the volunteer list out as I go because I'm kind of doing it me, myself, and I because <laughs> nobody else is nuts enough to do this. And I'm hoping along the way there are going to be others that will step up and, and be a part of this team because uh, I, I hopefully this will become an annual event. Uh, that's what I'm keeping my fingers crossed for, but I've got a a lot of re- good reception of natural pl- things, you know, people that do that are just the, in one place. This is great. So anyway, so it's for cats, dogs, horses, and more, you know, chickens, uh, pigs, whatever type of thing. So I, I'm just, I'm very excited about it. So go naturalpetexpo.com or go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my, sh- my page, pa- my, that, 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 my, what was it? What am I saying? My your, KDK9 page. Your show page? There we go. Is that, is that the word you were looking like for? For some reason, it was coming out Sharon. I couldn't I know. You were like, Sha, Shomama, Hama. Oh, well, the rest of the show doesn't go like this. Well, we'll see. But anyway. Oh, well. Okay, folks. 651-641-1071. All right. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I got three things going on here. Okay. How much time does a cat spend sleeping in their lives? How much time? Like, what percentage does a cat does sleeping? We'll be right back. All righty then. Uh, Here we are. All right, thanks for tuning me in. A uh, beautiful day today it was 48 when I was driving in. I almost put shorts on today. <laughs> it's not too far fast. Okay, cats spend how much percentage of their lives sleeping? What percentage do you think? I'm going to say 92%. Ah, close. No, it's 70%. Oh. 70%. So 30% of the time they're okay. up and catching us and birds and, and following okay. things and having fun. So for 70% of their lives sleeping maybe i thought that they slept more because every time i see a cat it's sleeping, sleeping. <laughs> yeah. so i'm well, like oh you, okay you know brought adeline now is officially a, a house cat oh really yeah you know uh, what i mean by house cat I, yeah. I don't keep my cats inside yeah, you yep. know, they go in and out she's yeah. now sleeping in the house uh, okay. so anyway yeah. look at that yeah yeah she went over <laughs> my heart she went over i wasn't i, I had my last cat in house cat was albert my cat that I got when he was 32 pounds, and I got him down to 17 pounds over a little over a year, in a little over a year. So anyway, so it's been kind of nice because now what's so cool, she kind of looks like Albert in a one. Oh. You, know, you know, she's the greatest. Yeah. But anyway, and so now all of a sudden she's taken to kind of, when I'm laying on my side, to kind of hunker in. She finds so, a little nook yeah, and cranny yeah, and so just kind of kind of like... Oh, because I really missed my album. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Okay, we're actually going to go to Susie first. And okay. Susie just has... Kind of a compliment for oh you. Oh my, a compliment. Yeah. Hot diggity dogs. <laughs> Hi, Susie. How you doing? Katie, Katie, Katie. I just want to give you the biggest kudos for what you said about Elizabeth Reese and the BS that people put on people like you, people that are on TV and the radio and everything yep. else. My God in heaven, she must have been a, she must be a horrible nut. 
not liking herself person. But exactly. I, I'm so glad to hear you put in a good word for Elizabeth because I think she's awesome too. Oh, I've she never is. met her. Or I've never met you, but I watch and listen, and you know you guys are great. To oh, hell with, thank you. To hell with the extra pounds. Yeah, well, that's thank exactly you. it. It's from within. Yeah. It's what is. And Elizabeth, if you met her in person, she's just uh, as nice as she oh, seems on TV. She is yeah. just as nice, if not yeah. more, in person. She is awesome. Uh, so, yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Thanks again. Well, thank Thanks you. Again. Thank you. you You're bet. so kind to call in. Appreciate it. Oh, you betcha. Bye-bye. Okay. Have a great day. Bye bye. Get out and enjoy the, well, it looks like the sun's starting to leave, Taryn. Hey, next weekend is daylight. Weekend. Savings time. The weekend to leave work and the sun's still going to be and up. And we won't have to be scared. Yes. Well, or, we we're got, not scared, yeah, but, but no, you, uh, you know. Be watching the shadows. We we don't have to like squint there to find go. our car. <laughs> yeah, Did go. I park over there? There you go. It kind of looks like my car. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's no, funny. Like I said, I still can't believe. So it used to be the last weekend in April, and I don't get this. No, you know, I because think it makes it. Er- let's see. No, it gets darker now in the morning because we go ahead. We spring ahead. Uh-huh. So it's darker in the morning, and then we have longer light at night. But anyway, I don't get it. So, okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We're going to go to Sandy. Sandy has a question about, she has a few dogs that are not getting along. Well, that can happen. Yeah. Hi, Sandy. How you doing? I'm good. Good, good. So what? how many in your pack? Dogs? There are four now. There was five just about a month and a half ago, but the male has left. Okay. With my ex-husband. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, so now you have you have four left then. Right. And I have three old English bulldogs. Um, two of them are female. One is the mother to the male puppy that's eight months old. Okay. And then Willow was the sister to the male that we don't have anymore. Okay. And then I have little Tootsie, who is a French bulldog. She's right. about a year and a half old. Okay. And after Kai left, Kai was a very aggressive dog. When he thought the other ones were getting too much attention, he'd growl and go after them. All right. When he left, the other four were all fine up until four days ago. Willow was laying in the living room. Tootsie, the little French bulldog, went by her. She started to growl, went after her, and they've been going after each other ever since. I literally have my house in gates with blocks on them so they don't see each other. Wow. wow. And I don't know what caused it to suddenly happen. So it's the two girls going after each other. Yes. Okay. The and little then, one and the bigger one. Right. And now is either one fixed? Willow is fixed. Tootsie is not. Yep. There we go. That's why. Is that's, that the problem? That's, that's part of the problem. Yeah. It's that hormone thing is what it is. And it happens in the male dogs too. You know, what it, with an unfixed and an uh, uh, unfixed and a fixed male, you know, time thing. It has to do right. with, with the personalities. It has to do how much testosterone they have, okay, in their system. And then plus, because you had the pack mix up, you know, how long were the five together? Uh, about a year and a half to two years. Okay. So he's only just shy of two years old. Okay. Little okay. French bulldog. Okay, okay. And so then, um, uh, so, uh, but yeah, so so now the pack had to change now, all right? Because you were saying right. how pushy that the other one was. He probably kept everybody the undertow that you didn't see much. He was alerted to that and would kind of straighten everybody out. <laughs> right. And so then now what's happened is being that he's not there to kind of keep things in line. Now it's all, everybody, every man for themselves. And the, and Pretty like, much. Yep. Yeah, and so with the now they have to restructure and find out who's going to be one, two, 
three, you know, four, and then obviously you're in the mix too. You know, where are you in the pack? And so that's that's what happens. Now the other two dogs, when the two girls go at it, what do the other two dogs do? Uh, Luna, the other female Old English, she will come into it when the two get started, basically to protect Tootsie, the little one. Okay, okay. But yeah. Tootsie isn't afraid to go at it. Oh, no. She's a big dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the smallest dog in the house rules it. You know, they just oh, don't yeah. They don't back down whatsoever. Yeah, uh, but now, so you obviously you got Tootsie, you know, gated off, but the other three are together? No, Willow is the one that's gated off. Willow's the one that's the aggressor. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. And so um, now how is Tootsie getting along with the other two then? Oh, she's fine with them. Okay, okay. Uh, believe it or not, this takes, this isn't just an obedience thing, okay? This is understanding mm-hmm. how dogs think and trying to figure it out. And then also to be a better leader in their head to realize that they are lucky enough to live in your house, not you're lucky enough to be in their house. All right. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's why what I would do uh, on this here, because sometimes you can make it better, you know, like getting one fixed and now everybody's fixed and now the, the test room and all that kind of stuff lowers. That can happen. I mean, can work. Uh, there is a, you know, it's a catch 22. We don't know for sure because every dog's personality is different. And when you got the strong willness of the breeds that you have, you know, some of them are, like I say, they're just no matter what, they, they're just over the edge. <laughs> right. Okay. And so the thing I would start making Willow, you know, do more things for you. Uh, you know, take her for a walk where she has to walk nicely at your side. If you, you have to use a training collar, uh, she has to sit and wait for her dinner. And then you see on your cue, she can go and get the, 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 the dinner. Uh, to be petted, she has she has to start doing things, looking to you for direction, all right? Or instead of mm-hmm. just here comes the food, <laughs> or let's go for yeah. a walk and I'm taking you. And so by getting her to have more direction and more whatever, so what's going to happen is now you're going to hopefully, you know, change it down a little bit. And the only problem when you got bulldogs is that... Um, cause sometimes when you have, uh, this going on, I'll tell people to get a muzzle just to keep everybody, you know, the, the person, the, the person, the dog that's causing the problem, you know, they are muzzled for a while just to keep everybody safe, not to take any chances. Okay. Right. Um, and then, because it helps you, you settle yourself down because now that being that they're, you know, they're in a turmoil, believe it or not, your emotions also are put spewing into the house. As far oh, as yeah, the tension, yeah. and then that stirs the pot even more. And then, like, like I say, by putting a muzzle, now you know at least if something happens, nobody's going to get hurt. <laughs> you know, right? And so, well, and should I do be doing the same thing with Tootsie because she's the one? She literally thinks she owns. Oh yeah, the yeah, 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 definitely. No, the, with the the ones that are the most willful, it's like the willful child. All right, and so right. yeah, you want to give them tasks to do, and so that they're looking to you for direction. So the uh, Willow and Tootsie are the two that you. You're going to, like I say, individually, you know, make a mentally think, mentally work, do things for you. And so that hopefully that then you'll start organizing pack a little bit more. Where instead of worrying about the each other, you know, he down here, they're looking mm-hmm. up at you like, well, what do you got to say? You know, like if you can see one starting to stare down one, you can get into that head. Hey, leave it. And they're going to be like, never mind. That wasn't me looking that way. Nope, that wasn't right. me. Well, and that's what we used to do with Kai, the male that we had. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where we could stop him. Okay. But with Willow, I tell her no, you know, stop, whatever, and she doesn't listen. It's but see, what, all out. Yeah, but see, what you've got to do, though, you know, like, no, you know, you got to mean business. Hey, 
Oh, you be nice. Right. Be nice. And so that's what you mean. So you have to get her to look to you and not blow you off. All right? Okay. And so I would work with both Willow and I'd work with Tootsie because, yeah, Tootsie... If Willow's, you know, if Willow, because Willow goes after Tootsie, right? Tootsie, right. Tootsie only stands her ground, correct? Well, Tootsie will actually go to Willow now, too, now that this has started. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, they both are the aggressors yeah. in this. Okay, now. yeah, now there's kind of like you talking to me, you looking at me, you looking yeah, at me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so that's that's a tough one, but no, so that's what you get the book. Um, the, uh, the people training for good dogs. People training for good dogs by Berryman. B e r r y m a n. And then also, um, canine body language will help you also with this. But the more thing is to start teaching tricks, start putting input, doing obedience work, and get those dogs to look to you more as a leader, okay? Okay. Okay, kiddo, good luck. Keep me posted. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Have a great day. That would be me. Say, I don't know, have you, do you listen to, God, I don't know what day it was. If it was Thursday or Friday, I think it was Friday, it was coming, um, on Jason uh, and Alexis's show, they did. I've been doing the voice for Brandy, yes. you know, for passing notes for Dawn's collection of passing notes. Yes. Okay. You got to go to Jason and Alexis's show, morning or show page at mytalk1071.com and look up passing notes. And you've got Rocco is the last time that Brandy was going to be on. There's no more notes from Brandy. Okay? Yeah. And he did. He took, he literally went through this show and took clips of me talking and where he says let's see if she would do uh, how katie if you if i would do like a reptile yeah in the show yeah so what he did he was a scorpion and scorpion was having trouble you know this call right. called yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay and so then he was I, I was talking about a pinch collar so he took that snippet so it looked it sounded like i was answering the dog caught about this, you know, the scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. hear it. it. It's priceless. That's hilarious. That Rocco, his talent is amazing. Amazing yeah. is, is beyond amazing. He's, but so you go to my talk 1071, go to Jason and Alexis's uh, show page, and then it was Friday's show. And then what you want to do is you're looking for passing notes. And oh, honestly, Pete, I was laughing so hard I put and peed my pants. I mean, it was quite a snippet. I mean, it was it wasn't just a blip. It was a snippet. It was it was good. He did for him to sit and go through my show and pull some stuff out. Totally blows my mind. I like mean, he has he's nothing got better to do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like he has nothing to do. Yeah. Honest to Pete, it was it is so good. It, it, it's hysterical. It, it really really is good. Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up? We are going to go to Leslie. Leslie has a question about a dog that was recently, I believe, in heat. And now the personality is ah. wackadoo. There you got it. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. There you go. Hey, Leslie, how you doing? Good. Good, good. So what kind of dog? A uh, wire-haired dachshund. A doxy. How old? 11 months. 11 months. Okay. And so she went from what to what? Well, it's not totally obvious. It's kind of subtle. But I'm like, I can't think of anything that changed besides she went through, you know, now they want you to spay them later. And so this is the first time I've ever in my life had a dog go through heat. It was really no big deal. It was pretty fine. You know, I knew her personality would change, you know, during the heat cycle mm -hmm. and she might get skittish. I mean, I read everything, so okay. I'm ready. Um, and now we are three weeks out, going on four. She's just a little bit, 
I feel like she's a little bit aloof, maybe a little disconnected from me. Okay. Um, when we have, go to class, well, she'll, like, quit eating the treats. I mean, you know, dachshunds, they're generally yeah. big. Yeah. Um, you know, she'll quit eating the treats and be like, I don't care. So, I, I mean, she quit eating cheese, for Pete's sake. Um, and, uh, yeah, a little, a little more barky. She wasn't horribly barky, but a little more barky and a little more reactive to um, people mm-hmm. than she has been. And she's not great with people, but she's... She just mostly doesn't care about them, yeah, okay. you know, and and uh, and so she's kind of like whatever. But now she's a little more reactive to them, and uh, I can't think of anything that's been any different except for the heat cycle. Okay, now how are you saying she's she's already bit? She's three weeks past the end of the heat cycle. Yeah, yeah three weeks past. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. So, so the thing is here, though, what might have just happened, though, is that because usually when they're in heat, that's when you see the personality. Sometimes they become a little bit more skittish and stupider uh, or they become very nesty, very cozy where they weren't before while they're in heat, you know. But yeah. what this could have co- corresponded with or not corresponded, correlated, that's the word I wanted, is that as she they, they go through different phases as they age. All right. I know. Plus, she's 11 months, which is terror time. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, from a year and a half, from six months to a year and a half, they're a terrible twos. Okay, yep. so anyway, so that so what uh, what you need to do here now, be, her being skittish and such, it sounds like what you need. She needs a massive as far as confidence building details. All right, it's just not he'll sit down, stay calm. If she's got you got this, it's a baby step program is what it is uh like go, walking up to let's say a bush that's outside and go oh, what is this what is this what is this you want her to come up and you work together as a team that she totally trusts you that you're not going to lead her into something wrong that you are working as a team to go up and touch that bush not go up and touch your hand but actually be interested in the bush or the rock or the the pot in the middle of the living room you know you want to set things scenarios up that you go together and you get down there with your finger and keep touching it what is this what is this now she even takes one step forward towards whatever let's say it's a pot okay one step you stop saying what is this and then you go and pet her oh that was a good job oh look at you that was a good job okay then you go back to the pot and touch the pot again what is this what is this whether it's a sock a boot or whatever type thing so you learn to work together as a team to check something out all right and then that also spills over to like when people come over you know have a leash on her so she can't run from the situation and you tell everybody don't look at her don't touch her just walk on by go sit down in the living room kitchen whatever type thing okay then now you're going to go into the kitchen, you're going to sit down, and you want everybody to just ignore. You know, you, uh, you've always, you, you hear from people that don't like cats or don't like dogs. They go over to a person that has a cat or a dog, and it's like a magnet. They sit down, and the cat wants to be in their lap. The dog wants to be in their lap. And they're like, but I don't even like dogs or cats. Well, if you realize, those are the mainly, mainly the dog and the cats that are more on the shy side. And when they are... Uh, can warm up to the dog, you know, when the dog can warm up to that person at their own pace, it goes a lot smoother, 
All right. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, okay, well, you pet my dog because my dog needs to be more social. No, your dog is having a hard time with that. So you got to help the people around you help you. Whereas every time she sees a person doesn't mean they're going to get into her face and space that, you know, mm-hmm. you protect her face and space. And so that's the whole thing that she now she starts seeing people as, oh, hi, instead of, are you going to get into my, are you going to touch me? Are you coming towards me? And so that's why it's going to take a lot of confidence. Brain teasers, you know, that book, Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman. Uh, dog tricks, you know, so many people work on obedience. Yes, that's a ground. You, that's a must. He'll sit down, stay calm. Another thing that helps build confidence, if your dog can do a down stay with you across the room, and then eventually that you can go out of sight and come back, uh, that builds a lot of confidence where all of a sudden you, you're getting farther and farther away and then you go out of sight and come, you know, that, oh my God, she left me, oh my God. Okay, and so so that's what baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. So that's what you need is uh, uh, a huge ground work here as far as building that dog's confidence. But I, I just think it correlated with the heat cycle and the personality, you know, the advancement as far as the different stages that they go through i think it just mm-hmm. unfortunately happened at the same time so you're you're equating that is what i'm thinking okay yeah because it's yeah because i mean we've been to like puppy agility mm-hmm. and that really helped a lot yeah and it's we're still in that. an agility class that i don't feel like the last few weeks has been that great okay i'm like why are we working on the hardest thing when this is pu- when this is foundation right you know? so yes, i'm gonna i'm gonna change that up and just uh, do baby steps. You know, Go back do to the some fun steps, yes. like run through the tunnel. Yes, exactly. Fun. Just simple. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay, you want. We're on the same page. Yeah, because then you want you I mean you want her head up, her tail up. You could see that she's truly enjoying what she's doing. She's got that confidence. But if you're like doing big things too fast and she's her tail's tucked, her head's down, it's like oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I know I'm gonna die. <laughs> you know what I mean? There again, the bigger stuff you have to baby step it, and then also being a doxy nose work is phenomenal. That's a phenomenal way. Yeah, we're going to a mushroom hunting class. Oh, excellent, excellent. No, <laughs> that, that doesn't start till the end of the month. Okay, excellent. That, like, like, i got to do something to boost her up in the company of other people before have you, then. Have so. you ever heard of barn hunting? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. It is, we, uh, it's a riot. Then, um, there's an earth dog group I've heard of, too. Yep, yep. That, so that, so I have a friend that I met that... That is like the secretary or something. Okay. So I'll be kept informed of when I can go and give that a try. Cool. But the, but the thing is, is that don't go in too many directions too fast because that's right. overwhelming. Let her get yeah. really good at something, but not bored. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. you know, you're getting, you're polishing what she knows and then baby stepping to other, you know, to the next level. Okay? okay. And so that, but it's baby steps. If you take it to watch the dog, the dog will tell you with, you know, the body language, if they're truly enjoying or they just like, you know, I, I want to go home. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I'm over the last couple weeks at agility. Well, I mean, we've done the same thing every time. So I was like, this isn't what I was expecting for, the class after puppy class. Yep, yep. So, so um, I've, I've, you know, I'm smart enough to read that. Good, good, and good. So, and that's, that's what so you've got to do. Just like, is it, you know, does everybody, I've never had a dog in heat. We used to spay them at, before they got six months old you know yeah. so it's like okay do they change <laughs> yeah you know oh yeah but see the thing is you know you know i know that the new the new wave is to let the females be in heat you know let them come in day one or two you know one or two heats 
And the thing is, like you just said, most people don't know what the, what that is, <laughs> and then yeah. what what it is. And and uh, you know what? I'm from the old school. I'm sorry. I, uh, I think that you can get get them fixed anywhere from six to eight months, and they're just going to be fine. They're just going to be no. The one thing yeah. I do have a problem with, yeah. and that does is detrimental. If they're fixed under six months, boys or girls, that that can do have a long term lasting effect. And so, but I, I, I just tell everybody, you know, in my puppy class, hey, if you want to get them fixed at six months, seven months, great. Don't worry about it. It's only under that where you can see some some effects later as they get older type thing. So I don't know what you're, do you just going to let her come through one and then get her fixed or what are you doing? Yeah, the, the latest thing in the dachshund world is to leave them, a lot of people are saying two years for the IVDD and all that. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people are saying a year, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I've got a 10-year-old dachshund female that is, I mean, I live on a farm. These uh-huh. dogs these dogs are fit. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, she jumps. She goes upstairs. She goes downstairs. She jumps off the couch, and she does see a chiropractor. and Excellent. A vet, Look at and, you. And, uh, you know, he's like, she's fine, you know? Uh-huh. So, and she's very, she's. You know, on the low end of her weight scale, good, and good. you know she gets a lot of exercise and stuff. So I mean, you know, the pup's going to be the same way. The pup has already got more muscles than okay. uh, you know most people. You know, you go to classes and they're like, "Wow, look at her high legs." I'm like, "Yeah, they're little turkey legs." Because <laughs> this little dog doesn't just run around the living room, you know. Yes, <laughs> so, so yes. She gets out and walks in the woods, and she's got a good recall. Now, do you so, have a standard doxies or minis? This is a mini. She's 11 pounds. Okay, okay. Yeah, because one thing that unnerves me is when, well, and pugs too, is that the majority of pug owners and doxie owners, uh, corgis, the low, short, long riders, you know, that they get them so overweight. And if you saw a doxie look, the, the epitome, which I'm visualizing what yours are, you know what I mean? They look weird because they got such a deep chest in front and then just kind of like this hot dog body <laughs> on this muscle butt. <laughs> yeah, and then it's actually not a hot dog body. I mean, it's long, but it's really the deep chest yes. goes up into a very narrow flank. Exactly. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. And so is that yeah. my my verbiage probably wasn't spot on, yeah. but it's hard to describe. But What's yeah, but see, most called? of them, that bottom of that chest, it goes straight back because they're carrying. There is no tuck up. It just goes. They're oh, so yeah. fat that they, you know, they waddle. They don't know how to run. <laughs> oh yeah, no these these. I mean. You know, this pup is the fastest dog I've ever had. I've oh, got cool. an Aussie, and she's lightning. Oh, that's is, that's yeah. so fun. And she's got a good recall, which she kind of came with, which is like, oh, nice, yay. nice, nice. So I'm working on keeping that. Oh, cool. And, uh, but, yeah, but it's like when she, like, got sick of the treats. And this weekend, we were up to my mom's, and she was like, I don't want your treats. I was like, huh. Quit taking cheese. She was very happy. We were out walking. Okay, can you hold that thought? Because I want, I got, I want to talk to you about this cheese thing. Okay, this is the third time you mentioned it. So this is something I want to bring up because it, it needs to be brought up. So if you want to hold, we'll come back to you when you come back from break. Is that okay? All right. How many? We're picking on cats today. Okay. How many different sounds does a cat make? And then how many different compared to how many sounds a dog makes? You know, meows and barks. We'll be right back. Hello, hello. Thanks for staying with the Katie K9 show. I'm here every Sunday from 4 to 6. And pretty soon it's going to be cabin drive time. I love drive time. Just so I get to say that. <laughs> okay. How many uh, types of vocal sounds does a cat make? What, what, what would you be your guess? Vocal tones. 
Uh, Sounds. Seven. Okay, nope. Cats make over a hundred types of vocal sounds. A hundred types. Now that blows my mind. Okay, then. Okay. Yes. And then, while dogs are only to make how many sounds? Uh, Maybe they only make 40? Nope, 10. 10. Dogs make 10 different sounds. <laughs> sure. Cats can make over 100 types of vocal sound. Types. That seems very interesting. That I wonder is, who uh, like actually did that yes, study. No, I, I was thinking the same thing. But you know what? It's very interesting. And that dogs only... Yeah, I don't know. That's that's really interesting. Yes. Me. It really is. Okay, we're talking to... Uh, where are we at? <laughs> there we are. We're talking Leslie. to Leslie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Leslie. Hey, Leslie, thanks for hanging on. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, the cat, the cheese thing. Please don't give cheese to the dogs, okay? Because dairy is the only thing that uh, causes... The dairy is... Ca- Humans are the only ones, species on earth that eat dairy of any kind once they're weaned. And that's why you get a lot of people that are lactose intolerant and got gut problems. And usually the younger dogs and cats, when you give them milk or, or some dairy products, they can deal with it. But as they get older, it starts causing havoc. And being that you're using it for training, personally, I would use either freeze-dried treats, if you're going to use them, um, uh, or something that's the stinky Nutrisource has a it's, it looks like a rabbit tourist on it does and anyway and there's salmon one is grain free and it's got it's good stuff but anyway and, and that steak's so bad there isn't a dog alive that will not take those salmon uh, treats but the, like I said there it's um it's from Nutrisource just go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and they they really and what I like about them because that you can break them with your fingernails so you don't have to give them much of it that's the big thing but yeah please try to cut the cheese out because it's really not good for them and then uh <laughs> And I think in a long run, it seems like you got a good handle on your, the health of your dogs, but let's make them healthier by no dairy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. The cheese is just an emergency, okay. emergency treat. Yeah. But if you got those Nutrisource ones, that, that'll that be. Yeah. A, she hates those salmon ones. The salmon ones. I listen to you. She hates those salmon ones. Do you try the ones? I use like, um, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of the, oh. the dry. She, I feed raw. Oh, so she, so she gets the freeze-dried uh, you know there's different ones the right. freeze-dried whatever but yeah I tried those salmon ones because you said them she's like won't yeah. touch them which really? is weird because that's yeah. what I when I do my uh, introduction into nose work class those are the treats that I use because every dog is like yeah I need to have those so that's that's really interesting yeah. oh well you know you can't please everybody <laughs> no <laughs> yeah so but yeah no they she gets the it's all raw food and wow! I'm impressed. Um, you really do know raw, your kids. That is awesome. Raw, raw food and the um, uh, raw raw freeze dried treats. Okay. Or the do you pet first, treat second, or how do you do your thing? Um, with her, I pet first because she came kind of call uh, kind of hand skittish. Okay. So yeah, I, okay. I'll pet her and then say good girl and give her you know grab you know. Give her a little scratch under her neck yep. and stuff, and then give her the oh, treat. Oh, good, good, because that's the way so that people I can, so I can be sure to catch her. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, because yeah, that's what I when I get a lot of dogs that are trained with treats, you know, that they won't do nothing unless you got that treat. Then it's always yeah. pet first, treat second, and then pretty soon you start phasing out the treat, and they're starting to look at you instead of that. But anyway, so yeah, so just I didn't like to say I didn't know if you're using you know uh, cheese on a regular basis, but as a heads up oh, to no. other people right. out there with dogs and cats, please, the dairy products can make them you know be a little bit upset. So, yeah, but it sounds a, like you've got it. It's an emergency. There you go. 
emergency. Mostly, here's the crinkle of the cheese. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that noise. Like, that oh, can do it. That oh. can do it. It's like, I need you here now. There you go. That's <laughs> smart. Smart woman. Well, thank you so much for your call, Leslie. You have a great day. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Boy, that's good. She's feeding raw. And then the, the this, I could just picture the body style of the dogs that she's got, that they are the epitome of what a doxy should look like, you know, type thing. So it is what it is. See, the pugs only, I think I've only seen, in my, all my years, I think I've seen five pugs that were perfect white, you know, because they look really goofy. They're really broad in the front and a real skinny man. You know, they're, again, a little kind of chesty. But then, you know, narrow to the hips. They don't look like, they all belong together. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it's just crazy. Yeah, I just, you know, people are used, they're so used to seeing fat dogs that when they see a dog that is of good weight, they think the dog's anorexic. And so that drives me up a tree. But anyway, let's go to the next caller. Okay, we're going to talk to Jay. Jay kind of has a question about, like, his dog is, he, he feels is not happy. Okay. He's not playing. He'll explain Aww. a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Good. Good, good. So what kind of dog do you have? Are you there? I have a red and white setter. Red and white setter. Oh, cool. Yep. How old? That was, uh, it, it's seven years old. Okay. And it came from the floods in Florida. All right. Now, it was adopted to my uncle. All right. And then I had to take it over because my uncle passed. Oh, I'm sorry. But the thing is, this dog doesn't want to play. Okay. At all. Mm-hmm. And shows no loving. Okay. Very well behaved dog. Okay. I mean, doesn't chew on anything, doesn't do, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And how long have you had the dog? I've had it for about eight months now. No, okay. And did you do any obedience work or any trick work or anything? Uh, not really. I, I bought one of them collar things because she was very wild. So I got one of those electronic collars. All right. Okay. Um, keep her in check and. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, because what you what you need to do is, uh, you know, the setters, I, I, Rusty, my Irish setter, uh, got, that's who got me into dog training. And anyway, so setters are very um, sensitive. You, you can't yell at them. Uh, they just shut down. And then with the e-collars, some of them will take it. But most, uh, most of them are a little bit too sensitive for the e-collars. But what I would strongly suggest, you need to build a relationship. There's many dogs that don't like to play. They look at it like, well, what the hey, what they learn it from other dogs you know if everybody seems interested in it but there again some dogs aren't just interested but uh, what i would do is i would go get a trick book and then start teaching tricks where she starts looking to you for direction and you're building a relationship Uh, an obedience class is good where they have to learn to look to you for direction but if you don't have the monies or the time to go you know to an obedience class just go good i got uh it's called the big book of dog tricks for the best dog ever i love that book and then also brain teasers for dogs those two books because the whole thing is is that if she's not used to looking to you for any kind of you know for anything other than okay she gets zinged if she doesn't listen she's going to shut down yeah and so that's why you have to uh whereas she's going to be scared uh to uh, to a degree that well am i going to do something wrong because like i say the setter family whether it's gordon irish or or um english you know setters they are very sensitive dogs and not there's usually not many people that use the e-collars on on them because they are so sensitive they get their feelings hurt and then they just shut down <laughs> and so that's why what i would strongly suggest is get a book uh, how many people are in your family two 
Two. Okay, whereas when you get the book, then you pick out something you want to teach her, and then you're going to see how much fun it is, and now your your emotion, she'll sense that you're you're having a good time, and that will help her be have a good time. And so and and then once she mastered a trick is when they will do it without with her without a treat. All right. But you don't wait till they get mastered before you move on to the next trick. Once they start, they grasp the idea and they're doing, you know, now they, the steps are, you know, they're not still as good. You know, you got to polish it, then move on to another trick and, and finish polishing that trick, but then move on to another one. Too many people stay with one trick for too long and the dogs are like, gosh, you got something else. <laughs> and so by keeping them just mentally engaged and looking to you for direction, then now that's going to build a relationship and then that will make her perk her up a lot more too and dogs are emotional it's been eight months but there's some especially if she, if she was real close t- to your uncle dogs have an emotional you know they grieve just like we do uh, where there's no time limit on it you know type thing so now did you ever see the interaction between your uncle and this dog yeah and it was very slow but i i guess what i'm asking is um this is weird but she shows no loving at all Mm-hmm. I mean, she could care less. Right. Most dogs will come up and lick you or do something. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't care. Yep. No, well, it's not care. It's the question of, but now you saw, okay, your uncle with this dog. Did she show emotion towards your, your uncle? Not a lot. Okay. Yeah. And so this could, now, did he have her since a pup? No, uh, about three years old. Okay, okay. So my guess is that this dog might have come from a puppy mill or been off the no, street. the dog came from the floods in Florida. Well, yeah, but, okay, but she could have been a puppy mill dog's in the flood. You know what I mean? That uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the thing is, is that from, from, from the beginning, dogs aren't just born knowing how to play and have a good time and have fun, all right? Okay. That that has to be earned and or learned, I should say. But it just sounds like what she needs is, you know, uh, somebody to believe in her and and uh, start working, mentally working with her to build some kind of a relationship, okay? But if you want to hold on, when we, I can talk to you when you come back from break, but you got to run to break, okay? So hold okay. on if you want to talk some more about it. Okay, how many muscles does a cat have in their ear? To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.